Hey Potters! Welcome to episode 182 of Cospod the Podcast for all things cosplay. We would like to say happy post-Valentine's Day to our audience members who celebrate. Happy Singles Appreciation Day. A happy Lunar New Year as well for those who celebrate. It's been a month of holidays. Happy Katsukon for like the 5 billion people that are there apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yes, happy Katsukon Day. Days. Plural. Days. <laughs> It's probably an entire week at this point with how early everybody keeps going every year. Well, you know, conventions used to be one or two days at the most, and now they're pushing four days. Pretty soon, conventions are just going to be a week long. At this point, like, you could almost argue that San Diego Comic-Con, Dragon Con, and even expos like E3 are basically an entire week. Yeah, and I know some conventions are having pre-events like i know all con has the pajama party prior to the con as sort of a social event and they actually count that as one of their events so basically the con is actually five days long it doesn't take much when you get into con mode you kind of just want to stay in con mode and not want to leave and go back to the real world <laughs> true but at some point no matter how many days before the convention you have events Eventually, there is a finishing day of the convention, so you may as well just face your PCD, your post-con depression. You may as well just, like, face it, because it's going to come on the Monday. Except for Anime Fest, in which case it comes on Tuesday. Sad face, and the tear rolls down. <laughs> Having to go back to reality is not so great. True, but it makes you appreciate the convention all the more. It really does. <laughs> So that's our introduction to this episode, folks. <laughs> uh, every time it's something different. Well, you know, if we start low, all we can do is go uphill. <laughs> that was pretty mediocre, though. We didn't we didn't really start at the bottom. We were kind of like at the middle of Mount Everest. I mean, like post-con depression. Oh. The, we started with depressing thoughts, and now all we can do <laughs> is just go up from here. Okay, now I see where you're going. Well, I just completely <laughs> missed that, and it went over my head. I am so sorry. That's hey, okay. More coffee for me. <laughs> yes. Because this is Saturday morning as we're recording this. And so, of course, how do you start off the morning? With caffeine. All the caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> also how you start off conventions and or working on cosplay. Good gravy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those who have worked on cosplay through a night or deep into the night will understand. Never again. And it wasn't Speaking even of, for my costume. <laughs> Speaking of working on cosplay, let's Yay. go into cosplay updates for this episode. Sure thing. Do I start as usual? Yes. Okay, I start as usual then. So unfortunately, I don't have much to show off because I've been busy doing other cospod related things that I will talk about because those are fun too. But I have gotten more beading done. Yay. Because it's only two lines and not the ungodly four lines, this is going much faster. So I'll be able to get this done in a very timely manner. I'm very happy about that. The Overwatch League has started, so it's been helpful in getting me to get a bunch of this done. So yay for that. So I don't know if Cersei will be done this year, but it's getting a little bit closer, which is kind of nice. I, I appreciate that immensely. Um, but really, that's all I've been doing on my personal cosplay. I've been trying to figure out what I'm going to wear to AltCon because that's coming up in a month. Yay. Um, I've been considering doing um, a Disney bounding type of thing because I've got fabrics for it and I've got a really cute simple idea for my Snow White 
because I've got that lovely yellow sitting in the back here for a quick circle skirt. And I'm thinking about doing screen printing on a t-shirt, just making it really easy and comfy without it being distracting from the cosplay contest. So I might do something like that. I think that'll be fun. And I'm enjoying coming up with these kind of creative things, but also because I'm going to Disney later this year. So I'm trying to come up with some cute outfits for it that won't get me in trouble because <laughs> that's a thing. Um, and then from the Cospod side, it's just been getting things ready for AllCon, trying to come up with the design for our judges awards and then our audience favorite awards this year. So that's that's always enjoyable. I like coming up with those certificates and trying to come up with some cool collaborations to make that all happen. Because I like to make each year a little bit unique and different and fun. Um, and I know that the cosplayers appreciate that too. Um, but we also have been working on trying to get a couple of interviews lined up. I've been trying to get the website updated. <laughs> it's mostly been a lot of cospod stuff that's kept me busy. But it's still within the cosplay realm, if that makes sense. So yeah, I'm I'm even though all cons a month away, I'm kind of ready for it. I'm kind of curious to see what everybody has made, what they're gonna be entering with, and to give away prizes. I has trophies already sitting here ready to go. <laughs> they are very shiny. They are shiny trophies. They are very shiny. I'm very much a, a fan of trophies. But yeah, that's really all that I have. Go for it, Amber. So I'm not going to show you a pile of fabric. Aw. I'm only going to show you a piece of fabric. Haha. <laughs> this is not all my <laughs> progress, I promise. No, the point of you guys seeing this, I don't know if my camera's picking up the texture of the fabric. Not really. It's, it's actually kind of a linen weave. I've done the final cuts, which is a scary thing as a cosplayer because you always want to measure like two or three times before you cut. So what I ended up doing, since I told you guys last time that the bodysuit idea did not work at all and looked absolutely terrible, I found this lovely pattern. And this one actually works perfectly. There is literally a pattern for everything. <laughs> and so I've already done the fitting. In fact, I didn't have to change the pattern at all with the exception of removing the side seam because this has the collar that goes across the side, uh, which is traditional Chinese style. So I basically just took that seam out and made the seam down the center and then just mirrored it so that I have no seam. Because of course in anime, nobody has seams anywhere. They never take clothing off and they never bait. So once I altered that seam, I went ahead and I made my final cuts in the fabric. I made the skirt a full circle skirt because I didn't feel like wearing a sheath dress to an anime convention because that's effectively what this is. And I am of the age where I should not be doing that. Or at least I certainly feel uncomfortable doing that. So basically all I need to do is just iron out the fabric, baste it together and sew. And that's going to be it. I actually still have all of my accessories from my Deedlet costume. So all I have to do is just basically finish off any seams. And that's pretty much it. That will be done for now until I feel like making the armor, if I ever feel like making the armor. <laughs> so I did that. And incidentally, for the circle skirt, this is the pattern that I used for the circle skirt because it is a wonderfully easy pattern. It is simply a quarter circle that I cut four times, which is great. Plus, this has a pattern for gauntlets, which I can use to remake my deedlet gauntlets if I need to. So there's that. And I actually started working on a second project. Yes, what? that's right. Ooh. Game of Thrones. Yeah. 
I'm actually, I'm making this one. Yeah. Um, I may or may not have it done for Alcon. I'm not making it in brown. I'm making it in green, actually, because I have another set of that fabric. I'm using up all of my spare fabric now. And since Renaissance Fair season is coming up and it's going to be very toasty, I was like, hey, I have this neat little pattern that basically has a sleeveless shirt that looks really awesome. And it looks really cool in general as a costume. Here, let's work on this and use up some extra fabric. And I learned something with this for the ladies. So this doesn't really apply to guys as much because of course, ladies have round bits. And darts are of course used for making fabric fit around round bits. And so, you know, here's my lovely pattern, my shirt. You can see it has darts in the bust. Generally, when you have ladies clothing, the darts are supposed to point at the center of the bust because it, it has a certain line to it, a certain silhouette, and it also affects like where the fabric fits around you, basically, because the point of the dart is supposed to be the roundest portion, which is why the dart points at the center of the bust is because that's where you need it to fit around you. Unfortunately, with this particular shirt, the, the darts point nowhere near my bust. <laughs> So it fits terribly. And I am not finished basting it together, but I'm going to finish basting it together so I can properly do the fitting because I'm going to have to move the darts. And that is not a fun thing to do. It's not quite as easy as just moving seams because darts actually have a shape to them. And when you move them, you have to move them a different way than you would just scooting a seam over. So I'm going to have to figure that out. I may end up taking out the darts depending on how this fits, because I need to see how the rest of it fits, because it's not just the darts, it's I have to worry about how that affects the side seams and how it hangs from the neck and all that sort of thing. But I really do like the shape of it. The shape is really cool. You can see it has kind of a, a jagged centerpiece that I thought was kind of neat. They actually have piping going down that seam in the pattern, which I don't know if I'll do yet. It seems a little complicated for me. This is supposed to just be a simple shirt. But yeah, that's that's gonna be my other quickie little project because the shirt is the hardest part. The skirt is literally rectangles of fabric sewn together and I already have pants. So this is just gonna be one of those quick one and done things. And I've got a bunch of extra vinyl that I need to use up that I can use to make look like leather for the seams or for the uh, the harness. So yeah, I get to have my own Game of Thrones costume. Yay! Join the club. Yours is going to be five billion Woo! times easier. <laughs> yes, yes, it will because I'm not doing the complicated ones. No, don't don't be like me. Learn from my mistake. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so that is all I got for my cosplay update. So I guess on that note, then we can go ahead and move into our main topic of the day, which is going to be a product review. Hang on, we're going to have a grand reveal. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Oh no, it's supposed, to, it's supposed to go above your head and like illuminate like the sun. I don't know if I can Halo do that. Around it. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll figure out something when I'm editing. We'll see what my editing magic I can do. So yes, I have a thing of foam clay and we're going to do a product review on this because we've, we have uh, shared videos on our social media before of this product, but they've been from prop makers and armor makers who know about this stuff and know how to make it work. 
I thought it would be interesting to do this from a perspective of a fabricator who has no clue how this stuff works. So I can give you an honest, unabashed review of this magicalness. So I hope you guys enjoy it. We are going to be reviewing Lumen's Workshop Foam Clay. This has been a very popular product over the past year, and I got my hands on it. So I was really happy to give this stuff a shot and see what it's all about. There are a couple different varieties that are on the market, and they come in different colors, black, white, and gray, and you can kind of pick the color that works best for your needs. I will say that initially it feels like silly putty. It's a very weird and strange texture and you don't really need to do a whole lot to it to activate it. You just run it through your hands really quickly and it's already pretty easy and malleable to work with. Great for detailing on EVA foam because it's basically a clay that dries into foam and it sticks to EVA foam very easily since it is EVA foam. So it makes it very easy to do cool detailing work and sculpture work on your EVA foam pieces. For this review, I'll be testing it in three ways. First with a flat back sculpted piece, and that's taking small bits of the clay and molding it with tools. The foam clay was very easy to work with and it was easy for me to sculpt and to do the finer details that I wanted to do. However, I did find it to be a little too soft which might be a problem for some people. So if you're used to traditional clays, I would recommend sticking this clay in the freezer for a couple of hours, letting it harden before you really start working with it. Like modeling clay, it is activated by water and you can use water to help smooth out the seams or refine the edges. Next, I wanted to see if this stuff will stick to craft foam because craft foam is life. So what I did was I rolled out a small piece of the foam clay into a snake, dabbed some water onto the craft foam itself so that way it could adhere the EVA foam slash foam clay onto the craft foam itself and just did a cool little pattern. And then I just gently pressed it into the craft foam so that way it would set. The last thing I wanted to try was to make a full 3D sculpted piece, and I thought it'd be fun to make a flower. So I took a couple of small pieces of the foam clay, used a spoon to create the petals, and then took another piece of the foam clay to make a center, and then just started piecing the flower together. This sounded good in theory, and I actually found that there were some bubbles that came up in the petals themselves, but they ended up smoothing out when it started drying but it did become a little too heavy and I was kind of concerned about that. But I figure, let me go ahead and texture it. I'll let it sit and we'll see what happens in two days. The cure time is about 48 hours and you can see very clearly that the wet clay is very dark while when it dries, it is a bit lighter. So here's the results of the test. So you can see from the sculpted piece with the flat back, it actually came out pretty nicely and it bends and it's squishy just like EVA foam is. You can crumple it up and it'll bounce back into shape, which was really, really nice. And as you can see on the back, kind of like Silly Putty, it managed to take an imprint of the crease on the freezer paper. And I was not expecting that. So it definitely uh, takes in the detail where it can. 
just so you are aware, it does shrink when it is drying somewhere between 10 to 12%. So be aware of that when you're working with it. Next, I take a look at the flower piece. And as you can see, it's not that great. And it actually didn't dry fully in, in 48 hours. There's still a section of it that's kind of damp and that I can mold with. This was probably not a good idea. And I ended up making a second flower that worked out so much better. With the second flower, I made the pieces individually, let them dry for 24 hours, and then I attached them to a foam clay base, let the whole thing dry for 48 hours, and then it gave me a nice, clean, consistent look. It's much lighter, and it looks more like the flower I was trying to go for. So here is the craft foam with the foam clay. And you know what? It didn't do too badly. It adhered pretty decently as long as you bend it, the natural bend of the foam. But if you go the other way, uh, not so bravey. But honestly, if you just use some hot glue or just some standard adhesive, it'll probably work just fine. Not ideal, but totally doable. And yes, just to show you can cut and carve the foam clay, just like EVA foam, it, it works exactly the same way once it is dry. It is surprisingly very easy to use, very easy to shape and carve. You can sand it and you can prime it and you can paint it. This is such an incredible new product and I'm really happy to give this a shot and try it on buttons and casting some things. So. Guys, give this a shot if you got a chance to. It's pretty cool. And we're back. Hopefully Yay. you guys enjoyed that and found it useful. It's a relatively new product, so we always try and get our hands on it if we can and kind of play with it, see what it's capable of. Give you the honest on a bash review. <laughs> yes. Including our thoughts on how much it costs and how easy it is to get a hold of it. Which apparently right now is pretty hard. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't believe we have anything else for this episode unless we wish to make any AllCon announcements. No. But you can still get information from their website about the cosplay contest where we have all of our rules and such, just so that you have an idea of what to expect. Yep, and you can always message us and we're happy to respond back with any questions that you have. I actually made a post on the event page today because people keep asking, hey, can we do original characters and mashups? Absolutely. It's a costume. Sign up. We don't care. <laughs> yep. Though we do usually ask that if you choose to do an original character that you have a reference just so that we know what you're coming from because we may not necessarily know your original character. And by we, I mean judges. We are not the judges, but just I'm speaking generally. Yep. But other than that... I believe we will call an end to this episode 182 of Cospod, the podcast for all things cosplay. You can, of course, share with us your costume progress or share with us what conventions you are planning to attend this month in the month of all things conventions. You can find us on any of our social media, which, of course, are located here. No fun graphics this time because I can't do all that explosions. That would kill my computer. <laughs> and, of course, you can always email us, podcast at cospod.org. You can, of course, PM us on Facebook. You can do all that good stuff. And we will, of course, respond to you ASAP. But until we see you next time in episode 183, we will wish you guys happy cosplaying. Good luck. See you next time. Bye, guys.